0: Good morning. Oh, are you preaching or am I preaching? thought that was my line. Oh, sorry. <laughs> morning, church. Morning. Let me get this going. So a couple of things and then um, we'll kind of get situated. Thanks for joining us in person. Thanks for joining us online. Thanks to UMHB students who are here. Um, we are so glad that you are joining us. I want to add to what Mason said that... There's a QR code on the back of every pew. That's not just for members. That's not just for guests. We'd like to know everybody that's here. So I didn't think I would ever say pull out your phones and scan that if you don't want to listen to me and Bruce this morning, um, you can (laughs) fill out that form.
1: I found that funny, I'm sorry. Why wouldn't they want to listen to us?
0: It's going to be a long morning. It's
1: going to be be interesting.
0: (laughs) So seriously, we we want everybody to fill that out. and. let, let us know that you're here. I have to follow my script here to make sure that Bruce doesn't act up. It's already messed up. Um, okay, so during the month of August, um, in at, at the end uh, in June and at the end of July, we talked about our new mission, Love God, Love Others, Make Disciples. And in the month of August, we're talking to you about all of our core values, worship outreach youth, children, and connections. And today, we're going to... I'm going to give that to you now. Okay. We're going to talk about... Um, youth. So before we get going on youth, um, just in case you don't know, this is Bruce Beaver. And just in case you didn't know, um, Bruce and I have worked together a long time. We've worked together 12 years at Longview in East Texas and four years here, so 16 years. Um, One of us must like the other person a lot. Are you waiting for me to say something? No. Okay. No. Just checking. So, um, here's the fun part of today. The, the whole day is fun because um, Bruce and I have never done this. So, I, I've got some rapid fire questions that he is not aware of. Is that accurate? That's that is true.
1: <laughs> Makes me a little nervous. But yes. Yeah.
0: He said, "Are you going to tell me what the questions are?" And I said, "Nope." <laughs> so, um, just just so people can get to know you a little bit better, okay. um, I, I don't even have these questions. Are Are you married? I am married, yes. And your wife's name is? Katie. And you have children? Yes, too. And did we see them in any shape?
1: Actually, yes. You had a, the, the good-looking man that, that read our scripture this morning. is Caleb. Okay. And my daughter was on the welcome video. Awesome. Awesome. Okay, where'd you go to high
0: school? White House High School. Just in case I don't know where White House is. East, East Texas, south of Tyler, Texas. Where'd you go to college? Abilene Christian. I was going to have some fun with that. How long have you been here at Belton? Uh, This summer was four years. How long have you been doing youth ministry? This summer completed 20 years. Whataburger or any Mexican food place? I
1: have to choose between Whataburger or any Mexican food. Mexican food, all the way.
0: (laughs) McAllister's or any Mexican food place? Any Mexican food place. (laughs) Favorite ride at Six Flags? Oh. Um, uh,
1: That was not one of the hard ones. (laughs) It used to be, when I was younger, I could ride all the stuff, but now it hurts. Um, Maybe the carousel? Maybe my favorite?
0: Let's just keep moving. Favorite sports team? Um, Dallas Mavericks. When's your anniversary? June 3rd. When's your wife's birthday? Uh, February 6th. <laughs>
1: man, come on, what are you doing to me? Do
0: you have a favorite
1: book in the Bible? Uh, yes. I... Oh man, it's a, it's a toss-up between Mark, the Gospel of Mark, and the book of James. Okay. Do you have a favorite verse? Yes, and it, are you going to make <clears throat> me say it? Uh... No, you can Okay, just... good. First John 3.16. This is how we know what love is. Okay. And there's more to it, but I've suddenly gone blank on it. But.
0: Okay, so here's what we <laughs> want to
1: do today. That, that's
0: just so you can get to know Bruce a little better. Uh, we want to talk about youth and how that applies to love God, love others. So I've got some questions, and Bruce has some answers, and I may interrupt him and um, probe a little deeper. So um, one of our core values is youth. So just in case you didn't know, there's a youth area. Just in case you didn't know where that is, if you go out these halls and wind back through to the gym, if you know where the gym is, or as y'all call it, the family life center, it's, there's basketball goals, it's a gym. Um, there are two rooms out there, and they say big on them, BYG. Um, so I want you to tell us about big. Is that a motto for a youth group, and do you not know how to spell? B- okay. BYG.
1: BYG. Uh, so, right. So we call our youth group, or youth ministries, Big ministries, uh, BYG is Belton Youth Group, and I didn't have a graphic, I meant to put that graphic up there, I'm so sorry. Um, but it's, it's also BYG Ministries, because we want to be more than just a group, we want to be ministering to others, we want to be doing other stuff. So, our um, resolution is, or a motto, or whatever you want to call it, is, is big, God, big God, Big purpose, Big impact. Uh, big God being we serve a big God, we want to know more about Him, we want to grow in our relationship with Him. A big purpose where we want to live out our purpose uh, to uh, glorify God and and bring others to Christ. And a big impact. We we desire to make a difference in this world in the name of Jesus. Okay.
0: Um, So you spelled it right. I I did well. Which one? B-Y-G. Okay. So if I go out there and I'm like, God, the youth minister doesn't know how to spell big. B-I-G. Right. So it's BYG.
1: Yes. If you see big room, that's BYG. It's the Belton Youth Group. Room. So
0: if you see any banner or anything out here, anywhere in the building, that's BYG. That's Belton Youth Group. Yes. Okay. Um, so, just talk to me about youth ministry in general. You've been doing youth ministry 20 years. That's a little unusual. Um, not that youth ministers right. come and go, but so talk to me about the purpose of youth ministry and what
1: you think the importance of youth ministry is. Okay. Okay. Um, so as, as parents, we have uh, a call to be active and intentional with our kids. And see if I do, I do have a slide for this one. So Deuteronomy 6, I'll read this uh, verse you guys are probably very familiar with. But hear, Israel, the Lord our God, is, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength. These commandments that I give you today are to be on your hearts. And press them on your children. Talk about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road, when you lie down and when you get up. Tie them as symbols on your heads, hands and bind them on your foreheads. Write them on the door frames of your houses and on your gates. And so the first part of that passage there is, is love the Lord your God with your heart, soul, strength, everything that you've got, right? And that's kind of a sermon series I'll let you deal with. Um, but, but the second part is to, you know, be sure you make a note. Um, the second part is the why for the Israelites. Why are we supposed to do this? It's so that it's on our hearts. We're supposed to have these commandments on our hearts so we can impress them onto our kids. Uh, the reason, so you can urge your child to know the Lord more. And so we've got kind of the what, we've kind of got the why. We also get the how there when, when he says how you can do it. Talk about him when you're sitting at home, when you're walking with your child, when you're lying down, when you're getting up. You know, here's you, do, you get it into everyday language You're talking about it all the time. Um, and, yeah, it's when you ask, when, is, when do I need to do these things? All the time. I mean, when you're walking along the road, when you're lying down, when you're getting up, you just get the impression it's not just say the prayer at the end of the day, but it's we're, we're talking about God at every opportunity we can, we're going we're gonna to mention and, and point back to God. Okay, wait a minute. You keep saying we. Who's the we? Well, I'm going to get there. Okay, sir. I'm going to get there. So, the, the second... Part of that, is, of that passage kind of is telling us, again, tie them on as symbols in your hands, bind them on your foreheads. Um, so I'm going to say we again. We need to set the example for faith growth in the home. And I guess right now I'm talking about we as parents. Okay. Um, but parents don't have to do it alone. And so that's where you know, the, the, the saying rings true that it takes a village to raise a child. Uh, it takes a series of voices saying the same thing. Uh, demonstrating the same thing to truly help raise a child uh, because being a parent is hard uh, it's it's getting harder it seems our our families are struggling uh, divorce rates are high uh, uh, sexual abuse m- emotional abuse physical abuse all those rates are those uh, not rates but those numbers are just higher and higher um, our families are, are struggling with stuff and we need to be that village to be there so I guess the importance of, of having youth ministry is the church can be the village and, and embrace that. And uh, I don't know, if you, if you look back, you can see being the village was very important and a big part of the early church. Is so it my turn? I don't know.
0: Well, let me ask you a question because, um, so I'm older than you a couple of years. Um, I I, I, a few. I know, Okay. Um, a decade or so. Yes. So through, through the years, yes. there is sometimes a mentality, and I'm, I'm not wanting to be derogatory, but there is sometimes a mentality that um, it's the responsibility of the church to raise our young people. And we have said before that we want to partner with. So there's a responsibility, as you're illustrating in this passage, there's a right. responsibility that parents have. And we have a responsibility as a church, so the we is really all of us, and and it's, it, i'm not looking for a percentage of 50 50 60 40 you, you said it's a village right we have a responsibility to raise up the next generation yes. is is that safe to say I,
1: I i think so um like i said you go back to the early church you see that they they broke bread together they ate and did communion they they gave uh they collected money they they were together a lot they, they it looked like the com- it was a community that looked out for one another um and so I realize there's more to being a church than just that, but I, we can't leave that part out. Um, and so the church needs to be, be the, the village that helps families uh, provide resources and forms of classes, or we give seminars, or we have family devotionals, or ideas of how families can, can do things together uh, and connect with each other, but also connect with the rest of the, of the church body. Okay, let me
0: talk about resources just to do a plug for right out this hallway, right before you turn and go that way. You've you've got a ton of resources that I'm not sure people have tapped into or realized what that is or how they can use those. Is there a cost involved? Tell me about those resources right out that hallway.
1: Okay, so the last bulletin board on the right as you go down this big hallway, main hallway, I don't know what we call this hallway. Um, After four years, I don't know what we call this hallway. Big. Big, but then it gets confused with BYG. Okay, anyway. Um, there is a, there's a family ministry resource board um, and we've got multiple things there um, for there's, there's a bookshelf full of books that you can check out for free and just you don't have to put what book you, you want to take out you just I'm checking out a book so we can later on go back and say hey did you return that book uh, but there's books on parenting there's books for grandparents there's books on financial success there's books on all kinds of con, uh, topics there um, we also I don't know if guys have noticed but there's also uh, a section just on, on marriage and there's there's ideas for date nights so you can take your take your, your spouse out for a date that maybe sometimes that doesn't happen as much anymore. I don't know but there's ideas there. Why do you look at me when you say that? I didn't look at I didn't look at anybody. I, right, I was I just, scanning just, the room. I was just checking just wasn't checking. looking at anybody in particular. Right. Yeah. So there, there's all kinds of stuff there and every month we we try to have a new resource Kind of as the main one, and those are free. Absolutely, I can go check
0: out a book, take a book. Yes, Um, if I forget to bring it back, you're not going to track me down. No, ideally, but there's there's a ton of resources back here. Yes, really, 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 really good resources, which goes back to we want to partner with parents, right? Sometimes grandparents,
1: right? So absolutely, because yeah, if because of this village mentality, if if you're a parent, if you're a grandparent, if you're an aunt and uncle, if you're just someone that's like. I've already done that or I've never done that. You're part of the village. And so we need you. We we need your impact. We need your voice. So uh, you don't have to feel like, well, I I don't have anything to say about this or anything like that. Um, And I realize village is maybe a metaphor that doesn't necessarily work as much anymore because of the way we live in our society today. Um, But in, in 1 Corinthians, Paul talks about the body. And we, we call the church the body a lot, right? And I, I won't read this, this verse necessarily. We're probably familiar with it. But, but there's many parts, but there's one body. Um, and so when one part of the body suffers, the rest of the body suffers. And so we want to take care of each other. And so um, the, the body is not made up of one part, but of many. So that probably, maybe that's a better metaphor uh, for us to, it's kind of timeless, right? Um, because, again, if, if you're a parent, the, no doubt you felt inept when you brought your little one home for the very first time. You kind of start to figure things out. You know, food goes in here and comes out there. And you, you start to get a handle on things, but, but parents still—sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it gets better. But parents—it <laughs> does. <laughs> um, parents feel inept when it comes to, well, how do I talk to my kid about God? How do, what, what, do I, what do I talk about? What are the topics? And what— are there any resources out there? And as a church, we want to be that village, that body that helps our families succeed in that. Um, so we, we can be there as a resource and help them to live out that Deuteronomy 6 uh, passage that we were reading about earlier.
0: So again, I hate to hound on resources. So if I'm having struggles, difficulties, don't know how in raising, pick an age, mm-hmm. I've got resources back here. Yeah. I can call you. You have resources. Hey, Bruce, can, do you have yes. anything on? And you've got a ton of resources. Yes. So we're partnering with parents to help parents be better parents, more effective parents. Um, so I just want to mention that again. Well,
1: yeah. So I'll plug my, our website, the bigministries.com. Yeah, that'd be good. There's a, there's a family and, and parent ministry uh, section. You go on there, and you can find multiple things. There's, there's things for... Uh, we don't really do rites of passage anymore, necessarily, but there, there's ideas of, if you wanna do a rite of passage kind of for sixth grade and seventh grade and eighth grade, there's something you can do every single year. Um, there's also, I guess it's uh, parent guidebooks or whatever. There, there's a various, I, I didn't write any of these. Uh, I, I have a resource that I access. Um, but there's a lot of parent guidebooks on what is, what is TikToking. What is TikTok? You can go and look it up and get this thing and find out what it's about a clock. It's more to it than that, okay. but, all right. but you, you keep thinking that. Um, <laughs> so so there, there's all kinds of stuff on that website that you can click and say, ooh, I want, and just send me an email, and they're all digital, so I can email you a, a digital PDF, and you can read in about probably 10 minutes, get a better understanding of, of some stuff.
0: Would, would you say, I don't know if you're tracking, are parents tapping into the information on the website?
1: I don't know if parents know it's
0: there okay so it's there now they know so maybe we could highlight maybe maybe we could highlight that better yes every so often we could say hey here's here's a resource available absolutely okay i'll keep moving um so when it comes to our youth group when it comes to the the belton church of christ youth group Mm -hmm. uh, obviously you you have a vision you have a direction that you want our youth group to go what do you want our youth group to be known for are there some identifying marks are there trademarks is yeah. it something that you you say that this is who I want us to be
1: yeah so when you when you think about it, it's interesting you say trademarks because when you when you think of various companies or organizations there's things that they're just known for they their trademarks um, their slogan or, or whatever and uh, as you mentioned before I think in the past maybe youth ministry was kind of known as glorified babysitting just just give them something to keep them out of trouble um, but it's, it's become so much more than that. I think people have realized the importance of pouring into our, our teens. And, and this church has done a great job of uh, realizing the importance of that and has a long history of intentionally and purposefully uh, ministering to teens through the youth program here and through
0: Camp Cornania and other things. Okay, wait, uh, what's this Camp cornania thing if I have never been here before? How much time you got. I we don't. We don't have that much time. Forty-five seconds on that one.
1: Camp Cornania is a camp for incoming fifth graders through graduates. Uh, there's two weeks. There's two sessions. Um, it where, is. Where do you meet? Where is it? We're at Camp Hensel, which is on 1431, about an hour and a half from here. How long we've we been doing it? Oh man, um, I think this was the 46th or 47th year that Camp Koinonia has been in existence. It's been going on a long time. Longer than you've been alive. Yes. I'm happy to
0: say that. But not me. <laughs> but, okay. Right. Uh, I, I keep going.
1: Yeah. So anyway, that takes place uh, the end of June, uh, beginning of July. So we'll start registration again next, probably April 1st. So That's not kind sure, of an
0: identifying mark of this church.
1: It is. It's something okay. that this church has been doing for a long time. Most of the people in this audience uh, have either served at camp or their family members have served at camp or something like that. It's it's been a big to serve at camp or need to serve. Yeah. 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 It's been a big, it's been a big part of this. That plug was free. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Going back to trademarks are, are some trademarks of, of our ministry that, that we want to have. Um, we, we want to be inclusive that basically any kid who wants to be a part of the youth group can, Um, you don't have to be part of a certain demographic or anything like that. And, and this, of course, is, is the case now, but we want to be sure that, that we're known for this, right? Um, we want to be unified. And this is, this is kind of, it's very important, but it's also very difficult at the same time. Um, and part of that is because our, we have new sixth graders just just came into the group, and we're having graduates just leave. So the chemistry of our group changes every year. Uh, we have leaders that that step up and serve, and then they, they graduate and leave, or, or whatever, and, and not, not all of our leaders are 12th graders, necessarily, but sometimes that's the way it, it works, um, so, but our chemistry is always changing, and so we just, we want to have the, the, the mentality that no matter what, we are unified, and we're, we're going towards our goals together. Um, we want to be known for being knowledgeable uh, regarding the Bible. We want to we know, understand, and, and do our best to apply God's word to our lives today. Um, we, want to, uh, we want the, the teens to have ownership in the group uh, because there, there's a difference between attending something and being a part of something. You can attend a, a football game or you can be part of the team. Um, and so we want our teens to feel ownership in the youth ministry and, and what is accomplished because when you do that, teens will step up, they'll lead, um, they'll take pride in, in how the group is going how, it, how well it's going and, and the work for its, for its betterment. And, and the last thing, we, we want a trademark of being selfless, uh, to be known for our service and sacrifice and that service and sacrifice are actually more common than not. Okay, I'm gonna pick
0: one of those okay. so we can keep moving. I'm gonna talk about the knowledgeable because um, I think you have a very intentional six-year plan, you don't have to wonder from what, from quarter to quarter what am I gonna teach. You you have a very intentional plan to take your right. anybody that's in youth group through I'm gonna say the Bible. Right. Is that
1: accurate? That is that is accurate, yes. Okay. Uh, and it's a seven year plan. Okay. But who who's picking on you? No one no no. Sorry. There's there's seven grades. Anyway, Six, moving on. Sixteen years together. Sorry. <laughs> So. Um, but yes, so we, we have a, a plan that basically on Sunday mornings at least, we are, we are looking at a book of the Bible, and we'll go through the majority of the Bible within that seven-year time span. If you've gone through sixth grade or twelfth grade, we've, we've looked at almost every single book of the Bible. Okay,
0: okay. Um, let's keep moving. Um, I want to break this down just a little bit more. It, okay. If, if I'm a parent, and I have a child or children in the youth group, what is it you want my kids, what is it you want teenagers to
1: have? Okay. So here, here's what we want our teens to have, basically. We want them to have the biblical knowledge, and, and like we were talking about, and the application. Not just, not just the facts, but know, how. okay, well, how does this pertain to my life? Um, we want to provide leadership and service opportunities. We want to continue to um, do things like LTC, uh, leadership training for Christ. Uh, we want to keep doing, uh, going to discipling events, uh, like Soul Inc., like Winterfest, um, we want to provide opportunities to serve, whether it's here at the church as a whole or whether it's in, in worship, whether it's in youth group. Um, we want to uh, be sure that they're engaged and and connected and and do our best to to make sure that they stay again stay connected, not fall through the cracks um, so we'll, we'll keep track of you know we keep track of who's coming. The kids are always surprised they're like, you're taking role I'm like we, yeah because. Sometimes it's weeks before I realize, oh, you're not here. So, uh, or just, it'd be weeks later before I, that sounded bad. So I'm trying to rephrase it. It's weeks later before I'm like, huh, I haven't seen, I haven't seen Casey in a while. And then I'm like, oh, when was the last? Oh, wow. It's been a while. So we, we, we kind of track, um, our, our, our guests, our members. We want to people not to fall through the cracks. We want to always improve on that. Uh, and then finally we want to have a discipleship and, an evangelistic culture, um, and the reason I chose culture there is, it's, culture is a good way of describing the attitudes and and the behaviors of a particular group, right? Uh, whether every every group or church has a has a culture, and so we want ours to be one that is that is reaching out to others, that is deepening our faith, um, and so we'll talk about some very specific things about baptism or living counterculturally or reaching out to our friends.
0: Okay, that's all some good stuff to use your line that could be a whole sermon you could work on that um Uh, where's your pen you're going to mark on that with my pen no i guess not okay um all right the last 18 months has been wow um challenging for our nation our community for schools local schools umhb mask no masks Uh, it's it's been a challenge so tell me a little bit how covid and this pandemic has affected um, our youth ministry, um, what you see, how you've had to adjust and the difficulty of just trying to stay connected. You talked about, you know, staying connected, and not falling through the cracks. So talk to me about the last 18 months.
1: Well, COVID has not done us any favors regarding cohesion. Uh, I'll say that because being, being restricted to pretty much Zoom calls and meetings, uh, that's, that's one way that COVID really hurt us. Um, when, you, when you can't be in the same room together or you're restricted by, by social distancing, uh, it, it can be def- difficult to develop community, um, and it's, it's just not the same. And, and everyone in this room knows that because we've all experimented with Zoom uh, before or during this time. And so, uh, so COVID was a reminder to I think all of us, all of us was that community is, is huge, and especially when it comes to youth group, community is 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 big. Um, because I, I can admit, I mean, after doing this so many years, I realized I can have amazing lessons, I can have really fun games, but they're not necessarily coming for that. They get that, but they're also coming to connect with, with their friends and with other, other teens. And with COVID, we just weren't able to do that real well. So it was hard. It was challenging. Um, when we finally got to the summer, we ended up having... Some backyard Bible studies, just spread out in the backyard in the shadiest part we could get, uh, and that was that was a relief after doing so many Zoom meetings. Right. Um, so community and, and connecting with the, with one another is, is key, and it's a constant process. Uh, I mentioned earlier how the, the group changes on a regular basis, so that dynamic is always changing, and sometimes community is 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 challenging because sometimes they're on teenager time, which teenager time is kind of like, uh, it's kind of like dog years, uh, <laughs> not calling our teenagers dogs, no, don't, don't put the pin, put the pin away, um, the reason I say dog years is because it's like if, if they're gone three or four weeks, that's just, for me, that's like, that's a month, no big deal, it could be, seem like a lifetime for them that they've been gone, uh, they come back into the youth room, and there's like there's people that they don't recognize. There's new kids here, and everyone seems to know them. They're, we're not doing this anymore. We're going to do this. And so it can be very different. And so sometimes that's why we want to be sure we're staying connected as much as possible so that you don't feel like, man, I, I thought I wanted to come, but maybe I'm not so sure. Uh, we, we just want to stay connected. Okay, we're going to talk about connections
0: here in a couple more weeks. But I, I'm, And I know you just said this, but I want you to say it again. Um, you're talking about community. You're talking about being in person. You're talking about connecting. So, what does someone in the youth group miss if they're not
1: here? It's it's really hard to describe without using the same words. Okay. Uh, to, to use connection and community, it's it's just there's there's something about. We, we were able to, this summer, we able to do pretty much what we normally have done. It looked like a typical, typical summer, which is awesome. Um, and what I'll tell parents is there's something about sitting in a van next to somebody for hours. <laughs> 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 you, you get to know somebody really well, but when I'm sitting here like this in class, we're staring in the same direction. Yeah, I, I, I know your name, and I, it was a good answer you had earlier, but, you know, I don't really know you, but... When you sit beside somebody that long, you realize what food they like. You realize their feet may smell. Um, you, you just you get to know somebody with this time. And so when, when we spend in time together, as much time as possible, you really get to know uh, your fellow youth group members and it, it, it bonds you, it connects you. And those are the people that help you whenever you're going, when you have a hard day at school, and then you, you come on a Wednesday night. Something your friend sees that you're down. You can share that. Uh, so I, I don't. Again, I, without using the word connection, or I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how to phrase no, it exactly. That's, but that's it's good. That's good. Okay. That's good stuff.
0: Okay, we've been talking about love God, love others, make disciples in two to three sentences. <clears throat> if you can tell me what does love God, love others, make disciples look like for our youth ministry? Okay.
1: Um. Really, it's a, a lot of what we talked about today. Just a concerted effort to be, um, to be the village, to be the body. Uh, it means it means everything has a has a purpose behind it. Um, it means connection and community. It means service uh, and discipleship.
0: Okay. Um, one more question. Um, so you've got a captive audience here. So. Um it'd be easy for us just to tuck youth ministry or children's ministry or any ministry it'd be easy for us to have silo ministries and and sometimes we do unintentionally so what can we do so that we're not just tucking you tucking the youth you guys are on the out there in the gym we never see you what with this captive audience what are three things that you need from us what are three things you need from parents um, if, if this is your only opportunity to talk to parents or talk to us, I hope it's not, but what's three things that we can do to make the youth program, to make you more successful, um,
1: beneficial, I'll quit talking. Okay, um, there are pros and cons to being over there. One, you know, we're, I don't have to worry about bothering anybody when we play a game or something in the gym. The downside is nobody knows what's over there. Uh, in fact, I had somebody come over and said, I haven't been over here in like three years. And so they were looking through the room. Um, and they're like, wow, you painted? And I was like, yeah, it's, it's very different. Um, but yeah, we can, we can talk about all of this stuff. We can say we want our teens to have all this stuff. Um, but it takes, it takes adults. It takes volunteers. It takes active uh, volunteers. And so we want to recruit a larger number of volunteers to be involved. Uh, not just parents, although we want parents to be highly involved, uh, and so we're we're working on on something that we're I'm calling lifeguards. That it's really just a way to check in with kids, uh, make sure again, the, the, not let them fall through the cracks. Let them know that they're they're not, it's noticed when they're gone, um, and hey, what's going on? Uh, checking in with them because as as our group gets bigger and bigger, which I know it will, um, it's harder for me to have a personal connection with every single one and have a long conversation which is what we want to have for them. Um, and so you can be the ones, I'm pointing to everybody, you can be the ones that are doing that and, and getting to know them. Um, and it, I think it takes the form of, of a greater emphasis on, on families. Uh, we did, we created the, uh, the at-home uh, family ministry resource board back there to help families do that, uh, to, in, to emphasize the importance of faith at home and your impact at home, your voice uh, at home. And so um, I don't know if I don't think I answered your question. What was the question? Three things. Three things. Okay. So I talked a lot and now I got to get to my three things. Um so three things is more more adult volunteers, but right now, yeah, we need we need more teachers. Um, okay, if I'm going to teach for you, mm-hmm.
0: am I on my own? No. You give me material? Yes. You 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 give me everything I need to teach. I I you, I can come in prepared with what you give me.
1: Yes. Okay. So I think we talked about a long time ago in the Enneagram class. I'm a, I'm a one. So if you, that's kind of a perfectionist and. There's no kind of to I, it. Well, okay. So <laughs> I try to be as well organized as I can. Right. And so years ago, I learned that I, I went into class and I was like, I'm going to teach the same lesson I taught a few years ago. And I plopped down in my notes and I'm like, it, it, was, it was in an outline form, which is perfectly fine. But I was looking, it was like, tell a story about dog. I was like, I don't know what story about a dog I had four years ago. So I, I couldn't tell that story. And so I've started getting very detailed in all my stuff. Um, that being said, so I, I have a binder. And so I would give you a binder. And if you had 15 minutes to prepare, that's all you would need. You could open up and go through and say, okay, I could teach this in 15 minutes. Or I mean, you could, you could, uh, Review right, that and yeah, prepare right. yourself in 15 right. minutes. Um, and then, if you want to tweak it, you could always tweak it, but you've got something. So, I, I try to give our teachers as much um, So, if you say, I need help a, help a teacher, that,
0: and I'm like, okay, and you're like, Richie, I need you to teach Joshua, I get a notebook, I get a binder, yeah. I get a breakdown of all the lessons. I can, you, you've done the majority of the work. I just need to go yes. teach and interact with the kids.
1: Yes. Okay. And I know that's scary for a lot of people. Uh, they may think, well, the teenagers don't want to hear from me. But um, honestly, and, and I at at our at, at Pine Tree in, in East Texas, um, I had a guy who was very nervous about teaching middle school, and I told him if if you just if you just love on these kids, if you just show that you care, they'll they'll be yours. And he is still like he is the middle school teacher. He doesn't rotate out. He is the middle school teacher, and he's been like the, for five years now. Um, so if you just show the show these kids, hey, I, I care about you guys. I'm not just here to. to A ticket or something like that, but I care about you guys and you'll have them, they'll they'll listen to you. You'll have a voice. Okay, we need to wrap up. Okay, so
0: um, if I meander over there to the big area off Mm -hmm. the gym, is that okay? Yeah, absolutely. As long as I don't interfere with your class when it's time to start, I can come mingle with kids, talk to kids. Yeah, absolutely. um, Because it takes a village, it's okay for us to. To be engaged in that way. Absolutely. That side of the building's not off limits.
1: No, 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 not off limits. And if you hang around, I may say, hey, come over here and we can get you, we'll put you to work. Okay. Okay.
0: All right, church, that's love God, love others, make disciples in reference to youth. This is Bruce Beaver. If you don't know Bruce, you need to get to know him. His wife is Katie. She's usually out there with him. They're good um, co-workers together. Um, I'm going to have a prayer and then we'll sing another song. Let's pray.